evening, boys and girls, as always. TMA Thursday Night Live, and we're going to preview uh, the game coming up at the weekend. That's the FA Cup third round tie away at Reading, or shall I say, I would say the Medeski, but it's actually the Select Car Leasing Stadium. Um, so I got that one right. Anyway, I didn't say Medeski this time. Um, as always, with my glamorous assistant, Super Danny Iron, uh, Mr. They played um, for both teams 11. Um, so evening, fella. I've already said it, but evening, mate. Evening, how are you? Yeah, evening all. Yeah, no, I'm good, mate. Good, mate. Yeah, I'm pleasantly looking forward to this game, even though um, it's the least of our worries. But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, what, we, we've said this um, before we went on air. I mean, you stated it more than me. I just sort of nodded and agreed with you. But we were expecting um, pretty much a, a fringe team um, at the weekend, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, we haven't got... We haven't got... A lot of toys, but to be honest, you know, purely for the fact that we've got so many injuries now, we just, I mean, it's, I mean, the amount of injuries, you know, we've got is just, I've, I've never known anything like it, you know, especially at Watford, but I don't think, I mean, it's easy to say because you don't support any other teams, but I don't know any other team that's had this amount of injuries at, at one time and most of them all in one position as well. It's just ridiculous. So we can't afford to get any, any more injuries. So the team is going to be interesting. You, you, the club already said it's, we're probably going to see a lot of academy players. You, you, you'd imagine lots of Humbos, you know, definitely going to start. Pollock will definitely start. Hamer, you know, second goalkeeper will probably start. Um, Morris might keep his place, I think. Um, Adrian Blake will probably see him play. And, and the rest, it's, you know, we'll probably see Kone make his debut. So, as soon as that team news comes out at um, half past 11, because obviously it's half 12 kickoff, it's going to be, um, going to be very interesting, to say the least. But, you know... If we do lose, it's not going to be the worst result at the end of the world. You know, as, as long as the fringe players, the do play, just give it the rule. I think fans will be okay with that. And if we if we can win, great. If we can lose, not the end of the world. Mm, exactly, mate. And I, I did say on the forum that about the kids, and we spoke like I say once again. We spoke about this before we went on um, on air. And I do take your point where the paying customer, including yourself, would go to a, a lot, if not all, the away games. You know, you want to see a few. Uh, select players. You don't want to see a whole load of under-18s playing, but like you said, you've highlighted a lot of players there. We've got a couple of other... Um, uh, it's going to be bad pronunciation here, but Defea, I think that mm. midfielder we were both saying about Coin would be or Coyle would be nice to see him, the centre-back Australian Let's centre-back. Get, um, let's get um, Aidan Manning as well. He's been doing quite well with Manning, him. yeah. 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 Well, like you said, Hayden will Luigi, probably get... Luigi Gaspar, is it? Not Mario. Luigi Gaspar, I think. Luigi, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> You imagine the Gaspers in midfield. <laughs> yeah, Gaspar and Gaspar in midfield. <laughs> Mark Gaspar, which one, you bastards? <laughs> yeah. No, but I think Reading will probably take it a bit more seriously than we are, mainly yeah. for obvious reasons because of the amount of um, injuries we got. Uh, I'm looking at WatfordFC.com, and a lot of it's stating the obvious, but it said obviously 15 players, as we all know, are definitely unavailable uh, for Billich on. Um, uh, on the third round tight Reading, uh, as it stands, Kamara suspended. Uh, Matthias Martins is still awaiting international clearance, so let's hurry up and get him sorted. Um, Kone is available, he's gonna wear the number 11 shirt, he's available for selection, so obviously boosts our midfield options. I think anyone who walks into that dressing room will boost our midfield options. To mm-hmm. be fair. Um, obviously, the obvious absentees, you know, the score, you know exactly who's out. Um, notably the likes of Loser and Pedro, but many, many others. Obviously, Davis and Kalu, um, two out of the three that got hamstring injuries uh, against Norwich. Um, 
like like you've also said, this is what WaffordFC.com has said as well. Hornet supporters should expect to see a number of the club's academy players feature uh, at Reading on Saturday. We've had a 2,000 fans set to make the trip. So, um, are you making it as well, Danny? Of course. Of course, mate. Reading for me. Reading for me is such an easy journey. It's literally an hour, just over an hour, just straight up, you know, towards Oxford, towards Slough that way. Such an easy journey, Reading. Really is mm. from Northampton. Oh, yeah. I love the, I love the Medeski, or I've got to call it Medeski. Yeah, that's where I, I went quality, there. When, every every time I've been there, it's quality away day. I love Reading. You know, obviously mm. it's not going to be the, the same. You know, FA Cup. But you know, I, I remember going there the League Cup game when Queen scored that rocket. It was still still fucking good away day, even though you know it was a Tuesday night. Reading took hardly any fans, but I think we I think we took probably thousand two thousand. It was it's a really good away day, Reading. Really really enjoyed going to Reading. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass because you go to pretty much every away game. But you look at once again testament to how fantastic your away support was, especially in these times where we're not exactly in prime form. It pretty much filled the away end at Norwich. Oh, um, mate, the, the, the support on Monday was amazing as well. The support on Monday was just incredible. You know, it's, you know, I mean, uh, you, we as fans could be forgiven for not making an atmosphere. You know, after the dross on. Uh, on the Swansea game. But I'll tell you what, for minute one, our, our fans were just getting beyond the players. And I, I was saying to my dad, I was saying to everyone, look, our players are in this shit. We've got so much, so much in you troubles. The last thing the players want is for us to get on the back. We've just got to get together, get beyond the lads. And I think we actually helped the players a lot on Monday to get that win. You know, you know, full credit to the fans. You know, we we, we got the win. And I think, you know, the, the, play, the players were right. They seemed so grateful. And that's, that's good to see. You know, we, we deserve the win because the players put in a hell of a shift on Monday. We've literally... Basically, no no midfield. You know, a second George right back playing centre mid. Bakun has been in the door five minutes. He's, having, he's been forced to play, you know, three, four games. So you got to take your hat off to the players. But, you know, that's what fans do. You know, when 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 we are shit like we were against Swansea, you know, we'll tell it. But when, when they're pulled together, they play as a team, we'll let them know. And, you know, we, we, saw, we saw two sides of Watford the last two games. We saw the crap side where they just, everybody was hiding. You know, not taking responsibility, and then you saw the other side on Monday where everybody put a shift in, everybody pulled it, pulled his socks up, socks up. No one hid. Everyone just did their job. We got the win, and that that's all we can ask as fans. Exactly, and uh, you know, do or die. You know, we, we've said this. It's a two-way street. We've said this many, many times. The fans always go behind the players at the start of the games. It needs to be carried on by the players showing commitment and, you know, passion, attitude. And you got that in Norwich. And it followed on, the you know, the fans paid paid them back in droves, you know, turned up and watched them. The noise was absolutely brilliant. I mean, I was obviously watching TV. Everyone was commenting that you could only hear Watford fans. And it really true. It's a cliche, but it was really true. truly the 12th man. And I expect nothing less than... Uh, the twelfth man to be present on um, at the weekend as well at Reading. Like I say, with two thousand going up, that's amazing. It was um, it was the definition of limbs on uh, on Monday. You know, as soon as the goal went in, there was a, there was a bloke sat four or five seats to the right of me, and he, as as he was celebrating, he's got his foot caught in the seat. You know, when the seat bends back, he's got yeah. his foot caught. And we we all saw like everybody was coming over to help, like. Say like, come on, come on. We thought he'd collapse or something, but it, and then we turned around and he's screaming in pain. His foot's got caught in the seat, <laughs> and he it looked painful. But you know, they they had to um, they had to they couldn't get it out, so they had to screw this like screw the seat to get his foot out because his foot was just trapped in there. 
I was like, I looked so painful. Like, so they had to screw the seat to, to, to get his foot out. And then he, he ended up walk, walking away. So he was all right, but it looked, it looked painful. But that is the definition of limbs where you, where you, where you nearly lose a limb. <laughs> very, very true, mate. Uh, let's see if I can get some of this up as well. This is from like the Reading point of view. Obviously I've shared out the, uh, the Watford injuries and the obvious things. We pretty much just stated the obvious that they were posting up on them. Um, the website, but it says um, Reading manager Paul Ince has confirmed Liam Moore will play his part um, in the part in the weekend's clash against Watford. The Tom Hines will not feature. The boss is speaking about the squad as they prepare for third round clash against the Hornets. I think he's taking it. I mean, like we like I've already said, they're obviously going to take it a bit more seriously because we're looking at zero injuries and um, on the plus side, like you've already said about um, youth team players getting their opportunity. If we can come away with a decent performance. We'll move on to Blackpool, uh, which, to be honest, really matters out of the two. I, obviously, we're previewing Reading, but um, yeah, out of the two, you certainly want injury-free and um, a few players who are, uh, so we say, on the cusp of the first team are not really getting a look in, staking a claim. So it obviously gives um, Billich more of a selection headache. Um, Royals going to the game at the back of just four wins in the last 15 matches, but a win over Swansea just after Christmas and a draw with Norwich City. The back end of 2022 has given optimism. Uh, right, okay, so we've got centre-back um, more Hutchinson and Scott and Scott Dan are all expected to feature against us. Um, they missed the recent game against West Brom. Uh, they're looking at getting a few players back from pretty much the gist of um, what I've just sh- shown you there. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's just a case of, look, look, I think both teams, they're looking at, looking at using it more of a confidence boost, I think. Uh, we really just get get through the game, get some players to stake their claim. If we can make it through, it's, a, it's an absolutely amazing um, away day. But, you know, I, I'm not going, but obviously it'll probably bring on a bit more of a meaning to you. But if we could, like we've already touched upon, if we can get some younger players in and get some vital first to, first team experience, then it's obviously going to help us because there's there's two or three players that are in and around that side, Hungbo and uh, Blake being the main two. Uh, they certainly, especially Hungbo, it's a time for him to step up and show us what we're missing. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's... Hungbo's been, you know, I think everyone, including me, was saying at the start of this season, that it, it's it's now time for Hungbo to show them what he's about. You know, he... He had that sort of, he was sort of in and out of the side, you know, two years ago when we got promoted and then he, of course, got sent on loan last year. Who was on loan last year? Was it somewhere in Scotland, weren't it? Was it Ross Cowley or something like that? Was it like Ross yeah. Cowley or someone like that? Actually, I think he did, he did quite well there. So, that, that he obviously had a good season. He, he's got that got that little bit more experience now and it, he hasn't really set the world a lot this year. You know, he, when he's come on, he's done okay in patches, but he hasn't, he hasn't shown enough for me. So, you know, I totally agree with what you're saying. Now, this Reading game is a perfect chance for him to, you know, to to get a start, to you know, to show to show what fans what he's about, and hopefully, you know, get more minutes. But he's got he's got he's got to perform, and that goes for the other players as well. But like I keep saying, if we do lose, it's not it's not the be all and end all. You know, if you obviously you don't want to have to choose to to lose any match have your next couple of games. But if you have to choose one match out of Reading FA Cup game and Blackpool League game, you you'd probably choose to just to throw away the Reading Cup game because obviously the league is the most important thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Would you start, would you start Gasper and Kone um, in midfield? Uh, uh, 
does he have much choice? That's the problem. I don't. Mm. I don't know if he has much choice. You know, I'll, I'll definitely start Kone, and then I'd start either Gaspar or Bakuna, one of them next to Kone. But but then but then is there is there a an under twenty three player that can that can just go in there? You know, like that. Delefio, whatever his name is, I can't even pronounce his name. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't know. Um, again, that's it, it's it's going to be a case of you know get guess who probably in the team. Yeah, I, I honestly would love to see at least no more than five, but five players, academy players, mm. and I'm including uh, Morris in that. So that's really only four. So I'm throwing in yeah uh, Delefio or how you call it, um, Morris. Um, Blake on the wing yeah. with Hungbo. Yeah, Might as well. It's not going to do us any. Not going to. I'm going to ask you a question. I've been thinking about it today. If we had a sorry, go on. A full, if we had a fully fit squad, like yeah. So if we if we had a fully fit squad, would would you still expected Billich to rotate the squad, or would you would you say he was trying to get a go on a little cut run? What do you reckon? Um, game management. It's probably mm. it's probably sounds like I'm sitting on the fence, but it's game management. If we had a fully fit squad, you look at the players that we have got, you could use that as game management. So if you look at look at the players that are on the cusp, I would actually say, yeah, you would rotate it for the FA Cup. Similar to what we did when we reached the final. Mm. Rotate it, one or two in there, but obviously bring in fringe players that are... I, obviously, the first thing you would look at is the players that are the next ones to go in mm. the ones or ones that are, why didn't he start last game or why yeah. didn't he play off those sort of players that, you know, those, those, those sort of players that are, that are on the bench most weeks don't really get starts sort of on the bench every week. You like, like your likes of Humbo, the likes of Matty Pollock, players like that, that, that are always in the squad most weeks. Don't get, don't get on the pitch a lot, but yeah, I t- totally agree. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, I, I think that is definitely a good point there. And uh, I think, and this is keyed into obviously what we're talking about against Reading. The the bench players have got to be playing this mm. game, 100%. And yeah, let's see. Like I say, there's no pressure on the kids. If we bring three or four in, there's no, you know, they just go out there, play. You've got one game. Don't look ahead to anything else. Just look at this one game. Give it 110%. Let's see what you can do. It's not the end of the world if you have a bad game, but it's all part of the learning curve and the experience that you can take back into the under-18s, the under-21s. And, um, yeah, it, they, they've got to come from adversity. If they have bad games, that's the whole making of these players. It makes a man out of them. I know people say, well, you can't really say that in today's game, but it's a men's. we're talking about the men's game, not the women's uh, a women's game today, so you know it's got it's going to toughen toughen them up a bit more. You know, come out of adversity. So, like I said, they're under no pressure. Just get out there and play. And like we said, we are trying to tie down Blake to a new contract. I hope we don't leave it till last minute and a Premier League club snaps him up because he's a very promising young lad. Okay, he's no finish article, but this is a perfect time to once again let him stake his claim and let him get some minutes of first team action because Reading will bring out a pretty decent side uh, the weekend. I'm guaranteed that they're not going to rest too many players. I mean, we've got more necessity to do it. But they won't be wrapping many players in cotton wool. And I think they'll be looking at this is let's get, let's get a mini cup run and really kickstart our season. So they'll be looking to go all, all guns to um, win this game at the weekend. Yeah, and absolutely. You know, I just want to touch on the youngs as well. You know, 
it's it's gonna it, they're gonna learn so much more, you know, playing playing on Saturdays than they will in an under twenty three match. They're gonna learn so much more. You know, you, you might see a couple of lads making their professional debut. You know, the the likes I think Black Blake played against MK Dons. He had come on for the last ten minutes, but if he comes from the start, then that'll be his full league debut. So they, they're gonna learn so much more from from Saturday if they do play than they won in twenty three match, and that that's gonna hopefully make them stronger, make them a better player. Exactly, mate. Well, I'll just throw out some uh, um, comments. Uh, just shout out to Lee Cusack, Mark Payne, Stuart Higgins, Michael Wadham, uh, Mr. Staines, uh, Mickey Watford coaches uh, has been watching as well. Alan um, has been in straight away from the pod you were watching. So well done, Danny. Cheers, mate, for watching the podcast, by the way. It's come, <laughs> it came up on Facebook, so I thought I'd give you kudos for that. Um, <laughs> Mr. Cusack says, evening, gents. Uh, Stuart Higgins says, forget FA Cup. Tom Glenister, Bio needs to start. That's a good shout, actually. Um, Kusek saying about the amount of players we've got out. He says Gary Plumley is, av- is available, apparently. <laughs> um, Stuart Higgins, remember it well. That's from the FA Cup semi final in 87. Um, directors, some playing in goal. We, uh, we lost 4 1, I believe. Uh, Stuart Higgins, um, this is Luke Kusek saying that will be the loss of a few people. Uh, lots of lost of be lost of on a few people. Uh, Tom said, uh, as, hard as, uh, as hard as it is at times, needs to support um, the players during the game. That's when we were chatting about um, how great the support has been so far and obviously uh, highlighted with how fantastic support was at Norwich. Uh, Stuart said, pathetic that we are thinking about the FA Cup, play school kids. Tom's also said, 100% hungbo. Jim Winters is on. Uh, he's also said, tough one for Kone. Don't want him injured for the league. Um, Mr. Rulier's on, Paul Reed and Ken's on, uh, a few from YouTube as well. Um, Stan, evening, mate. He's also said Danny needs to take his boots, so we hopefully will try and convince Danny to bring his boots just in case. Um, he has played for some top sides and he's also, also played alongside me, so he should be, should be oh, top, yeah. top shot. Right experience. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it, mate. Um, Evening, guys. Um, hope all is well. That's in Halsey, uh, number one fan of the beer of the week. He's also said, "Oh, it was Ross County, the lower Scottish Premier League team that he was um, there as well." Yeah, I think you, I think you probably mentioned that. I think he was one of those, but he came out a bit like Pollock as well. We're looking at these players that could be obviously featuring against Reading, but Pollock was one of the best young players in was it League One? Cheltenham. League he was Cheltenham League last year, wasn't he? It was Cheltenham. And look at look at what um, Hungbo was like in Scotland. Mm. One of the top young players in Scotland. So. They've come from, like you said, great experience here. So, yeah, if they're starting, I yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't really bat an eyelid if they were starting. I'd probably be expected to see them. So, um, yeah, it's not – usually we know pretty much the lineup's going to be. We can pretty much predict it, especially the last few games with the amount of injuries we've got. But uh, I think if we're going to bring any players on that have been playing against Norwich, it's going to be kid gloves. But, yeah, um, more, more the fringe players than the kids, yeah, that's – obviously what we're looking for. But yeah, prediction, mate, what do you reckon? I don't know. I, honestly, I just cannot predict it because it, it's purely the fact that, you know, what sides you're going to pick. Will Reading go strong? You imagine Reading will rotate a few, but obviously not as many as us because, you know, they've, they've actually, you know, you know they, they may rotate quite a lot. You know, I don't think they've got many injuries, so they can probably afford to rotate most of their squads. So it's going to be interesting. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll stick my knuckle on. I'll go 2-1, two, 2-1 one, two, one Watford. Cool, mate. Cool, mate. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm really going towards that. I, I think. Um, 
2 1, 2 0. 2 0 Watford would be absolutely amazing. I think Reading might shade it just purely because they've got more of a stronger team to put out in this game. But yeah, yeah, that would be amazing. I, I, obviously, I'm going in there full of full of hope that we would uh, we will win. But if we don't, it's not the end of the world. We go to Blackpool game. Hopefully, we have a couple of players that have made a point to the coach that they are in and around the cusp of um, getting in. And look, you've got a problem here. You've you, you can see what I can do now. Pick me, um, sort of attitude. Hopefully, but I'll just share this up as well, guys. Um, I know it's a bit of doom and gloom with the injuries, and especially with Pedro, but this is the Championship Team of the Month for Sky Sports um, for December. So you've got Pedro uh, Pedro up there as well, Pedro um, up front. So, yeah, brilliant. Right? It's a bit of positive news with the um, with the amount of injuries, had, especially with um, Pedro, but he was named in the uh, Championship um, Team of the Month uh, for December. So well done. Well done, Pedro. Fair play. Um Stuart, oh, Nigel Callan's on. Callie's on. He's on at nine o'clock, by the way, guys and girls. If you get over to mixcloud.com forward slash live forward slash Nigel Callahan, uh, it's on his Facebook profile as well. He shares up the link. So I will try and remember to share this, um, share up the link in about five, 10 minutes time uh, so you can all get on there. But if you can't, just get, I like to say, get on over to Callie's official Facebook page and get on. He's got their link to Mixcloud. Like I say, it's www.mixcloud.com forward slash live forward slash Nigel Callahan. Um, Stuart saying, Danny, been there. Love your support. All the um, all ends in tears, pal. Uh, play the kids, get knocked out and let's concentrate on getting players and signings on board. League more important. Um, he says, Reading 3-0. Uh, Stuart again. Uh, Tom, be happy with decent, decent performance and giving the youth a chance. Yeah, so um, would you be forthright in starting Kone out of the three? It's that, it's a tricky one because, um, you know, the, the, the viewers make good points, you know. Do we risk him? You know, we're limited midfield anyway, so we've got another midfielder in now, Kone. Do we do we risk him? You know, if he gets injured, then, we, then we're back square one again, so... I think purely the fact that you know he needs minutes, he hasn't, he hasn't. He, I mean, he played at the World Cup. He, he didn't have a lot of football before that, so I personally would start him. And then, you, then you maybe look to sub him after you know 50, 60 minutes if if all goes the plan. That that would be my my um my thought process. Yeah, yeah. If not, I'll play Gaspar alongside him. I thought I was really impressed by yeah, Gaspar, Gaspar on Monday. Gaspar was class. Really surprised. Really. He yeah. was class. That's yeah. I think I'll take my lead from Tom. Um, Major Tom, who firstly shouted that out, so I'll let him have credit for that. But mm. yeah, when he shouted that out, I said, "Actually, great shout!" Because I've, I, I've been a massive critic of him all season. A lot of people have as well. I thought, I thought, fair, I, thought, uh, I, thought I thought the pair of them, Gaspar and Bakuna, were very good. I thought that was that was Bakuna's best game. I thought they complemented each other really well, considering you know, like, like we said, Gaspar he's not sent them here. Bakuna's been in the door five minutes. I thought they played really well as a pairing. I think they. You know, com- complemented each other really well. When one went forward, one dropped back, and vice versa. I think they both put a foot in. They 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 just did what was all asked of them, and, and that goes for the whole team. It was just a brilliant, brilliant team performance on Monday. Mm. Well, the thing is that it's ironic that we've looked we've looked at cohesion all season from midfield. We've talked about it to death in every single podcast, and then suddenly a, a free transfer. He's only been in the door about three or four games, and a right back seem to show the best cohesion in midfield for for, for months. It's, it's just the, the irony that in the wake of a, a horrendous uh, injury crisis, we've got a right back and a 
a makeshift midfielder um, looking the mo most um, most connected that we have done all season because we've always had, like, say, Chowdhury and then Kiembe doesn't look with it or cleverly um, looking out of sorts and then Kiembe looking okay. We've never had two that have really clicked. I'm not saying we're going to play them all season or give them two or three games in that role, but yeah, it's, it, it frustrates us because they both look, like you said, they both look really, really good. And mm. if, why not just, why not just start them against Reading to be fair, let them have one more game, see what it could do. If it's, if it's just, um, uh, you know, a, uh, a slow sunrise, shall we say, and it's only going to be one game, and they only played well for one game, then so be it. But um, mm. a lot of people have been saying about James Morris, mate, what a fantastic game he had. Because, uh, he was, do you, yeah. do you know what? I was, I was watching that game quite, I was watching him quite closely, you know, when because when somebody like Morris or somebody doesn't play him much, you tend to watch him a little bit more. I you know, I think Morris, same to Ngaki as well, they both started the game really slow, but particularly Morris started the game a bit slow, a few sloppy passes, and as the game was going on, they grew into it, grew into it, and I was, and he was brilliant. I can remember one ball in the second half where it was just pinpoint onto. Remember that cross in the second half where he, he put in wicked delivery. I think then Gaspar's headed it across and he's got scrambled off one off. Well, that ball was just outstanding. You know, he was getting. He, he was a proper wing back. You know, because we played the three, three at the back, five at the back, whatever you want to call it. Wing backs, obviously, you have to get up and down. And I thought he did that position really well. Same for Gaki as well. Started off the game a bit slow. You know, got book got a booking early on. I was thinking, oh, here we go. He's he's going to be, you know, going to be a little bit reckless now. But I'll tell you what, both of them were brilliant. They they really were. And James Morris, I think, if he keeps if he, if he if he puts in another performance like that, if he plays against Reading, you know, hopefully he gets another chance against Blackpool. You lot think he would? He could keep Kamara out the side. So fingers crossed. Yeah, I, after the Norwich game, I mean, a lot of people, when I said, oh, you know, we, we should start Morris for a longer period, and a lot of people were pointing out that the Swansea game, he didn't cover himself in much glory, yet he was only on for about 20 minutes. The game against Norwich, and I know we keep going on back about Norwich, but this ties in with Reading, that I do, do think that this will be definitely 100% his second game in. And, and I agree with you. I would rather have Morris over Kamara any day at the moment, um, not necessarily because of his sending off. I think he's more of a old school left back. You know, he looks for the ball down the channel. When he does get forward, he looks to put a cross in straight away. I think Ngakia's got the right, had a better attitude against um, Norwich. And I think if you play him again, play those two together against Reading and let them do what they've done well against Norwich and put early balls in, ask questions of the defence, some things that we haven't done much this season. And uh, that's another thing. We can bring that on against Reading as well. That's another game with, like I say, not much not much pressure, to be fair. And um, we can let them, uh, especially Morris, get another bit of game time under his belt. And like you said, he can kick on against Blackpool and play a few games and keep Kamara out the side. But um, Stuart's got a question for you, mate. Um, he says, you obviously want a cup run. He says, yeah, I'd say most supporters want a steady league form. You can't have both under our situation. Uh, is that a yay or nay in that, mate? Um, uh, uh, ask the hard questions, by the way. It is, it is, but obviously I think if you had to choose, you would obviously probably choose a league form. But, you know, managers and players, they don't have a choice. They have to just play whatever game, whatever game they get part to play. So, um, you know, like I said before, you know, we've got next two games coming up, Reading FA Cup, Blackpool League. If you 
match two to, fr to fry one of them, you'd probably fry the Reading game. So that probably answers the question. <laughs> I mean, if we do go on a mini cup run, I'm not saying we will. And I see what I completely um, see where Stuart's coming from with, you know, of course, if we if we can only have one, 110 percent, I'll go for a go for the league form. Um, obviously, try our hand at promotion, but you know my opinions on that. I think should be a longer um, sitting in the championship and try and build. But you know, we if we get a if we get a, a mini cup run, you know, it can help confidence. I mean, okay, for a certain for a certain degree, I'm not saying we're going to get anywhere near the final by any stretch of the imagination. But when, you know, back in 1819. For a while, it did actually help us. Obviously, after the FA Cup semi-final, it dipped and it went from bad to worse. But before that, we were we were seventh coming into the FA Cup semi-final. We were seventh, mm. chasing potential European place. And obviously, the cup run did help us. It did build on the confidence that we had anyway. So, you know, it can't, you know, can India, you know, in terms of injuries and stuff, but it can also um, help you in terms of confidence, can't it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It can, can absolutely work work both ways. Mm, exactly, mate. Right, okay, guys and girls. Uh, we will see you Saturday afternoon. We'll get all your feedback, everything from the fallout at the um, I say Madeski Stadium away at Reading in the FA Cup. So we'll get all your opinions on the fans' verdicts eight pm. Like I say, that's Saturday night. Sunday night, as always, you choose the topics. We will discuss them. TMA Sunday night live, eight pm. Um, we'll see you Sunday as well. Thank you ever so much. Every single one of you has watched once again. Get on over to TaylorMade Army TV, um, YouTube, like, share and subscribe. Click the notification bell for the latest live content. A big shout out once again to um, the Watford Football Club, former players club, uh, fronted by Lou for Blissett and Neil Price, Watford legends. Head on over to facebook.com forward slash TaylorMade players. Um, shout out to Mr. Terry Pierce, um, uh, one of our many partners, official partners, um, in in reach group, and we'll give you more. That'll be uh, a few tasty competitions coming up in the next uh, few weeks by um, LTEL and the in reach group for um, some hospitality at the club. So we'll all will be revealed in a few weeks' time. So, um, yeah, get on over to Cali at uh, nine o'clock. Uh, we'll post up the link if we can. Yeah, Danny, last words, mate. Yeah, just just quick one. Obviously, there there's, hasn't been a play for both segments tonight, just purely the fact that we've got Reading away in the league coming up in a few weeks. I just thought I'd, I'd save the, uh, I'd save that. I'd save that for then. So yeah, apart from that, um, let's just, let's just enjoy Saturday. If we don't get the win, it's not the end of the world. Come on, you ones.